Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking about ransomware, the best defense. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Darius Goodall. He's the Director of Security Product Marketing with Barracuda. Darius, thanks for joining me today. No, it's my pleasure. I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Tom. Darius, as you review ransomware attacks, and the most recent high-profile one, of course, was the, the WannaCry outbreak, what do you see is some of the drivers behind the scenes of this ransomware growth? Good question, Tom. Well, simply put and, and very simply stated, it's, it's money, right? I mean, these guys are no longer looking for, you know, um, you know the, 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 the personal recognition of being able to do this because in actual fact, ransomware in of itself is much like most other malware. There's a few other things that have actually made it somewhat unique that have really enabled it. And, you know, that is digital currency, right? So this digital currency has largely anonymized these people, uh, or sorry, largely anonymized um, their ability to be uh, traced back and has made it possible for them to uh, monetize essentially malware um, so that they can get paid. That's, that's one of the big things that's really driving it. You've done your own research, Darius. What are some of the big scary stats that you've uncovered as you've studied ransomware? There's quite a few. I mean, where, where do we begin? It looks like, you know, in, in talking and understanding what, what Gartner's saying, in actual fact, that this is shortly to become uh, a billion-dollar industry. Right? I, I can see that. I can see, I can see that growth. We can see the increase in the number of uh, ransomware um, incidents, uh, in, specifically the number of different strains of malware that they're targeted to grow, you know, over 200 a year, well into, uh, well into 2023. All right. So this this means that these guys are you know the the business is working for them. It's uh, it's productive. It's yielding great revenues for them, uh, up to a billion dollars. And these guys are looking for ways to to to, to get a slice of that pie. But um, out in the states, I've heard you know a wide range of statistics. I've heard that certainly on the conservative side, fifty percent of organizations have had uh, an incident or a, an outbreak of ransomware in some capacity, right? And that's, that, that might not mean that the whole company has come down with ransomware, but that they've, you know, at least one person with inside that organization has had ransomware. Um, so that puts, the, that puts the number there firmly, firmly in the 50% range, which means it's, it's not me, it's going to be the guy sat next to me, right? It, it pretty much is like that. This is how successful it is. But, you know, as much as that statistic is, uh, is, is scary, it's even more scary because it shows how people are not dealing with it uh, up ahead. And there's, there's various reasons for that as well. So those, those are some of the big, uh, big scary statistics that I've seen. There's no abatement here at all. It's a successful business model for them. Darius, we all sort of have our anecdotal evidence of ransomware attacks and who's being struck. But from what you see, who is among the 50% here being hit by ransomware and how specifically are they being infected? Honestly, these guys don't care, right? Anybody's money will do. It's all coming in through digital currency, whether it's Bitcoin, Monero, or something else, right? Um, but frankly, they, 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 don't, they don't care. These guys have been around Block a few times, right? They've got these mail lists that you probably received a mail a long time, uh, an email a long time ago, um, which is more around scamming, right? That you, they're claiming that you are the long lost relative of a Nigerian prince and so on. Those guys, those are the same guys. They've still got those email lists. All they're doing is sending you something different, right? And, and they're constantly updating and refreshing those email lists. They're adding to them and so on. And so, and so it goes on, right? So anybody will do. They, as you've seen, they've hit mom and pops. They've hit individuals. 
which it seems you know are, are good targets, and then you get up to the likes of the National Health Service, like uh, FedEx, you know, and so on and so on. So honestly, anybody, nobody's immune to this whatsoever. And as for how they're being infected, by far and away, uh, we see that ninety uh, percent of infections are occurring over uh, email, right? Or I want to say the internet, right? With the internet being uh, the, the the predominant threat vector, which consists of email attacks and people inadvertently downloading uh, files that have malicious content inside them off the internet. But ninety percent of it seems to be coming through email. It's very, very, very clear, very, very simple, um, and it, that should send a very strong message to anybody listening to this. You need to have good email protection. Everything else is kind of a second. If you look at if you look at the world in terms of you know what should I do first? How do I get away and how do I make myself immune from it? You know, look at the statistics and start off by securing your email threat vector. Darius, as we travel the world and talk about ransomware, of course, Hollywood Presbyterian Medical Center is the one that everybody talks about. But in your studies, what are some of the case studies that have emerged that really have caught your attention? So Hollywood was definitely a dominant one. Um, and of course, with the outbreak, uh, or more recent outbreak of WannaCry, WannaCrypt, WannaCry 2, and so on, those are definitely, uh, you know, the front and center of everybody's mind. Who, you know, they're, they're targeting absolutely anybody and everybody. Of course, the, 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 the real essence of this question is, you know, what is the, what is the impact that it's having on these people, right? Um, if you take one of those, even um, uh, such as the, the, the National Health Service in the UK, People people get wrapped around the axle when they see the you know the, uh, the 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 cost of a ransom, right? Which let's say for an individual might be two hundred and fifty dollars, three hundred dollars, or something like that, which is for an individual very very disturbing. But for a business, that's actually a small number. Even if you have two or three machines infected with with uh, with ransomware, that's still a small number. The reality of it is is that it's the, the downstream effects that really have the impact on your business, right? So for example, going back to the NHS, they were moving surgeries, they were rescheduling services. And you know, that's pretty bad. People get lined up for surgeries, you know, because some of them are pretty critical. Um, they're moving people to different hospitals because the ICUs are down or the, um, you know, the blood refrigeration units go down and so on. So what does that, what does that mean? You know, what does it do to your reputation? What does it mean when you can't take revenue or, or make money, right? You can't operate, as is the case with FedEx and Telefonica. Those, if your computers are down, you can't take any money, right? So it's, it's what happens downstream, including your reputation, including the possibility of lost jobs and, uh, and revenue. That's more, way more of an issue than a $250, per unit or per, per computer uh, price to pay. Right. That's that's the real heart and soul that they're attacking of your business. And that's what we learned from WannaCry. It was more about disruption. They didn't make a lot of money out of WannaCry, but it's more about business disruption. And we're starting to see that with the more later, latest outbreaks of ransomware. So if you were to try to quantify, say, the true costs of a ransomware attack, the disruption and the reputational hit would really be at the top of the list. Absolutely. It's way it's way more. Right. And don't 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 get wrapped around the axle around. Uh, you know, the initial cost of a ransom, they very, very cleverly figured out that that is designed to be annoying, right? It's, it's a pain. It's a, it's a, it's a thorn in, in your side. But um, they fully well understand that they want to get that 
request of you that uh, that ransom just right so that they can get it to the point where people will pay. If you take a bigger look at it, this is why people pay is because they're more worried about the downstream effects of it, which are the bigger costs. Is it thousands? Is it tens of thousands? Is it hundreds of thousands of, of dollars in revenue that you bring in every day? Two, $300 doesn't, you know, doesn't bear any significance at all. Darius, we often talk about the, the risk of paying the ransom because then you've told the attackers that it was a good idea to attack you in the first place. Do you see evidence of recidivism that organizations that do pay the ransom tend to be struck again, or is that more anecdotal? I haven't seen a whole load of statistics about it. I mean, I, it's it's a very interesting question, and I, I don't think there's um, there are any clearly defined lines over here. Of course, for me, it's very simple for me to sit here and say, you know what, don't ever pay a ransom. You could go with you know the government lines, you know that they have against traditional ransoms. We never pay up a ransom, right? Because if you're doing it, you you're you're basically endorsing bad behavior, right? But I can understand in some incidents where you know your intellectual property, they put them the companies already put them themselves into a bad situation their intellectual property or their businesses has been tied up you know in out of this one computer that perhaps or a couple of computers that have been ransomed is it easier for me to get back up on my legs and just pay the the, the, the 200 300 and just get going again and then i'll deal with the actual issue right to make sure that doesn't happen we see that a lot right we'll deal with it later or they have the nascent, nascent attitude of, you know, it's not going to happen to me. And if it does, I'll, I'll deal with it when it happens. Right. Like I said, th- those are tough decisions that, that you have to go through. But uh, um, the line is generally, you know, don't, don't pay up. Don't put yourself in a situation where you have to pay up. And it's quite easy to avoid being in that situation, but don't put yourself into that situation where you have to pay up because you're just going to, you know, endorse them coming back. Now, to really answer your question, when WannaCry came out, one of the things that they did with WannaCry was actually install a, a backdoor, which has got nothing to do with ransomware at all, right? But they basically, uh, you know, set the environment up so that with the Eternal Blue uh, vulnerability, they actually installed a, a, a backdoor that would allow them to come and revisit you at a time of their choosing. Um, hopefully, you know, people have gone through all the patching and so on and remediated that problem, so it's not, not an issue. But you've got to make sure that you remove that backdoor as well. But uh, yeah, I mean, they could come back. Why not? That's that's the point at which things can be turning into protection wear. That's the next phase, right? So um, I don't know. Yeah. So I know the last thing anybody wants to hear from us is that they need to invest more in backup and that they need to patch their systems. The message has gotten through. What do you find to really be the most effective solutions to preventing and if not preventing, then detecting ransomware and responding effectively? You know, there, there is no such thing as the perfect form of security, right? Um, everybody, everybody provides security. You know, there's companies out there that provide security solutions. And even if those security solutions were perfect, there is always another path with which, you know, some, uh, a piece of malware or, or something bad can actually get into your organization, uh, something that you haven't thought of yet, right? And as, as humans, we don't generally tend to throw money at things to make them absolutely perfect and try and identify absolutely everything, all right? Uh, that could all eventualities that could, could, could come about. A better uh, way to think about this is, like I mentioned earlier, let's start with um, the, you know, the, the most common Right. Let's start with uh, you know the statistics in which you know, 90% of ransomware occurs over email. So let's that if we get rid of 90%, if we patch up 90%, that's good. That's really good, right? And of course, everything that you just said there, make sure that you um, provide the patches, right? And this is something that was 
painfully clear that came out of this last uh, of this last WannaCry WannaCrypt is uh, people's bad internal hygiene, people's inability to actually maintain and uh, uh, keep up those those patching processes. You need to give yourself an SLA, right? Uh, the SLA being from the time in which uh, you know a patch is released to the time in which it's actually installed. Right, um, you need to train your your people. You need to have regular um, incidents and practice those incidents as to you know if something happens, what do you do? If you have backup, which is a very good way of recovering from ransomware, and you have a good backup policy that meets your requirements, then have you actually gone through the process of recovering from the backup? And we see that a lot of organisations get don't get that far. Right, national <clears throat> fact, I was at a Gartner conference this week, and we heard exactly that. People who go away, they buy the technology, and then they just assume that it's there and it's ready to go. But they've never actually practiced what it is. You know, what does that mean? How, how, you know, how close? You know, do, can you can you, of a of a of a patch can you get? No, sorry, of a, a restore can you get, and so on. So there are definitely some good practices that you know need to happen in the background um, that consist of multiple different things, not just one thing. Never rely on one thing. That's not a good idea for security. It's all about layers and you know processes, procedures, and uh, checks and balances. Darius, final question for you. Talk to me about what Barracuda is doing to help organizations to defend against ransomware attacks. How have you responded? It's a lot of you know what what I've kind of described. Barracuda is a portfolio company. We're a portfolio organization, so um, in that respect, we have uh, products that will actually cover the majority of the threat vectors or the paths along which attacks occur. Um, we have you know email security solutions. We have backup solutions. We have web security and firewalling solutions. So we have an entire portfolio of, of, of products that are that you know that that can help keep you safe. Right. But it's not just products alone that are key to, to keeping you uh, free from, you know, or, or, you know, free from any ransomware attacks. It's being able to recognize those attacks as and where they as and when they occur. So having good advanced threat detection, a system by which, you know, when a new type of attachment or a new piece of malware comes in, is that it's recognized and remediated immediately before it ever becomes an issue on your infrastructure. And having the threat intelligence to be able to uh, be able to recognize that and deal with all of that stuff immediately without falling foul to it. So having a good, good advanced threat protection has served our customers very, very well in making sure that you know, we, can, we can deal with this effectively. So yeah, partly being a portfolio company, partly being able to educate our customers on the, some of the best practices and provide them with the, the, the best threat defenses uh, possible. Darius, it's been a great conversation. I appreciate your time and your insight. Thanks so much. Yeah. Tom, thanks for having me on this. We've been talking about ransomware, the best defense. I've been speaking with Darius Goodall is the Director of Security Product Marketing with Barracuda. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.